You're listening to The Poncho Section, conversations about all things media and Mel Brooks. It's a podcast. And here's your hosts, Michael Canfer and Ethan Feldstein. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to The Poncho Section. Is that how we started this episode off? That's that's what we that, yeah we'll we'll do it that way, and we'll we'll get right into it. All right. We are joined today by our very good friend Dan Visentainer. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome. Ba- Is that how it goes? Welcome, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah. Every, everyone's familiar with Welcome Back, Cotter, right? Yeah. That's that's our actually probably because it's like people it's like our parents listening. So yeah, although, they probably will appreciate that. Although joke. it turns out, I think my mom has only listened to one episode. Yeah, yeah. that actually, I mean, I probably saying goes for my family, but you know, I it is what it is. I it think it is what it is. Hopefully, you guys got the joke, and welcome, Dan. Welcome, hey, Dan. Thank you so much, guys. I feel very, very welcomed. Um, you know, you guys mentioned that you were gonna do an episode about Neil Breen, and I just thought, well. I, I have to be on this, so thank you very much for having me. Of course, but but if we're going to be honest, this is an intervention, Dan. Oh yes, and we need to, we need to talk about. It. We're already sitting in a circle, so this is working out. Yeah, so we we didn't actually want to talk about Neil Breen. We just wanted to talk about about you. Oh no, and um, just the things that you've been doing, and and you know it it hurts me. When you oh, hurt no. yourself, mm. and your rampant heroin mm. use. That needs to stop. I don't know, man. I just can't stop. It's no. We came to it. talk no. about Neil Breen. <laughs> yeah. Why are you guys getting so heavy? Yeah. Jesus. I don't know. Getting a little dark there. It's yeah. getting so dark in here. There's no no need for that darkness when you have Neil Breen in your life. Mm, for those of, of you not familiar with Neil Breen, he is the best director of our generation. Mm. According to Wikipedia, Neil Breen is an American independent filmmaker architect, and real estate agent. His films have garnered a cult following for their nonsensical writing, poor editing, and low-budget nature. I would have to disagree with some of that. Whoa. I, some poor editing. I think the editing is fantastic. It's top-notch. Yeah. It's something. I think it goes Francis Ford Coppola, <laughs> Stanley Kubrick, Neil Breen. That's fair, you know? Move yeah. over. Some, you know? yeah. yeah, some people... Would think that's crazy, but you know what? I don't think we want to associate with those people. Wait, when did his last movie come out? Was that his last movie, uh, Twisted Pair, came out in 2018? 2018. Okay, so he would okay, so he wasn't eligible for this year's Oscars. No, Mm, unfortunately, maybe next time. Yeah, Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking the next one. Yeah, wouldn't that be amazing if we ever got to a place? Where he a movie of his actually like got nominated for like for something. Not I don't even, even like, think it got nominated for a Raspberry, um, a Razzie, yeah. a Razzie. I wonder. That's what it's called. Like, God, God. what if he's just been playing us this whole time and he's actually like a genius filmmaker and his he's going to come out with his like a last Citizen Kane. Mo- yeah his last movie will just be this like uh, this opus that is like you know otherworldly that basically there's film and cinema. Has like a new, uh, like a new renaissance based on this film. It, it would be like there's Gone with the Wind, and then there's Citizen Kane, and then there's this. Basically. Right. I would be curious if to see what he could do with a budget. If like he actually got, <laughs> if he got like a Michael Bay sized budget, let's right. say. Like what would he what would he do with that? You put him in charge of the next, like you know. He how... would still do the catering. Oh, if he yeah. still had <laughs> Oh, my God, yeah. You know, like, what was it? The All the, the Marvel movies were leading up to Avengers mm-hmm. Endgame. Uh, he has the next, whatever that, like, whatever fa- next phase that we're in, he yeah. has the next, like, epic Endgame are film. You, are you saying that he's building up, as would you call it, a cinematic Breeniverse? Oh. Oh. Well, it's already so we're we're now 5 movies in, is that correct? We are 5 movies in. That's So, right. we have Double Down, mm-hmm. which came out in 2005. Yes, that's right. And then you have I Am Here dot 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 now, now, which came out in 2009. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then you have Fateful Findings, which I believe and I think we all agree is his best work. Oh, I agree. 
Mm-hmm. And that came out in 2013. Oh, I, I saw that it came out in 2012. Oh, interesting. So wait, we have to go to the judge, Dan. Wait, so wait, wait. I have 2013. Oh, so wait, if we, then if my notes came, are wrong. <gasps> if it came out in 2012, though, that would mean that girl. So there's. Uh oh, wait, hold on. Because this is bad. Oh, we Faithful. have to. I think we have to start explaining what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, people don't know what we're talking about. So there is. According to Wikipedia, Fateful Findings is a 2012 American independent. Oh shit! Yep, independent film directed, written, produced, edited by, and starring Neil Breen. Okay, mm. so Neil Breen uh, might be in some hot water now from this podcast. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. let let's explain. Um, there is a character <clears throat> in Fateful Findings who is a teenage girl. She's probably playing fifteen. Or so I would say in the movie, right? Fifteen, maybe sixteen. Maybe I don't know. She's she's very. The thing is, she's very young looking, as well. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and she has the actress's name is Danielle Andrade. A N D R A D E. Andrade. Andrade. Okay. Well, she has a she has a crush. I would say on Neil Breen in this movie for some godforsaken reason that I don't understand. I think if you want to think seriously in the plot of the movie, it could be because of the magic rock Neil has. Yeah. Yeah, um, probably. But I don't know if he even gave that much thought to it. Is the cat making all, What's the cat? Doing? Yeah, that is... That there, there's there's a, cat, a cat here. There's a cat here, and he's, he's making noise. And I don't know... I don't know where that was coming from. It's Neil Breen. <laughs> it's Neil trying to get in. It's Neil, yeah. Um, but yeah, so... So back to the the uh, girl, she has a crush on on Neil on um, what's his what's the character's name in the movie? Oh That's man, I question. thought it was I thought it was Dylan. Um, well, I'll, I'll yes, let you yes, know. it is. Yep, it is Dylan. Dylan. Yeah. Okay. So she has a, she has a crush on Dylan. Whose movies are a little hard to follow. And, so. Well, because his like character names just don't matter. <laughs> you know, like they really just they don't leave any sort of impact. No. Yeah. But, but um, there's a scene, you know, she's like in the pool. She's like, it's really provocative. And it's weird because she's young and Neil Breen's like 100 years old. <laughs> so we were trying to figure out earlier how old she was when they filmed this movie, if it was indeed an illegal thing that was going on. Not that they, not that they do anything. No. But it's still... It's you, creepy. That's the thing. Yeah. You know what? They don't do anything, but it's just creepy. Mm-hmm. It's just weird. So it is possible that she was under the age of 18, because, but it's still like a weird thing to do. Yeah. I mean... Who knows? I mean, it's been... I hate this. Like, it's been done before in movies. Um, it's been done on the album of... One of Cream's album, I think it was. Really? Yeah. It was a 14-year-old girl... Topless. Well, there's the the whole thing with Weird. Like Jodie Foster, yeah. Jodie Foster and Taxi Driver. Right. But, but it was her older sister. It was the the double. Oh. Um, and then there was um, Muriel 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 Hemingway in in the movie Manhattan, and she was only 17 years old. Uh-huh. And her first kiss was with Woody Allen mm. in that movie. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So that so that's <laughs> so there's that as well. Um, so those things have happened, but it's a bit of trivia. I probably would have been better off not knowing. So in 2016, well, I'll give you, I'll give you all the. I mean, I'm a huge, I'm a huge Woody Allen fan in terms of the movies. In terms of his movies, in terms of his movies, in terms of his personal life, I'm not going to go there. In 2016, Neil Breen released "Passed Through." In 20 what what, what year? 2016. 2016. Okay. 2016 was passed through, and then 2018 was Twisted Pair. Yep. Oddly enough, that movie is sometimes called just Twisted. Other places, it's called Twisted Pair. It's really not clear. Here's an interesting... (laughs) It's it's unclear which (laughs) one's correct. Here's an interesting factoid. (laughs) Twisted Pair at least, like, gives you... Because it, it's, it's a pair of them, right? It's the two Breens. Yeah, he plays both of them Parent Trap style. (laughs) <laughs> I couldn't think of an, I couldn't think of another comparison. You guys, you guys understand Paratrap yeah. style. Yeah, because he's he's Cade and Kale. Kale and Cade. Oh, Cade that can't Kale. be confusing at all. Yeah. That was that's the one there are two that I have not seen yet. Twisted Pair and uh Pass Through are the two I have not seen yet. And interestingly enough, on March eleventh, twenty nineteen, Breen confirmed that there's a sequel in development. 
for Twisted Pear. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Why was that the one he decided to make a sequel right? to? There was, that, be... was that the one that really warranted a sequel of all know. the movies? All I know... He uh, should have done uh, a sequel to Double Down. Maybe. Triple Down. Triple hey. Down. Yeah, there you go. According to Wikipedia, Breen writes and stars in each of his own films. The characters he portrays hold advanced and often superhuman abilities and use them in grandiose struggles against corrupt forces and institutions. Yeah. There was an interview he had, and I got this right off of IMDb, where he was asked, I guess, about all the common... um, uh, the the common threads in his movies. Mm-hmm. And he said, and I quote, a common thread in all of my films, without being repetitious, is three elements actually. One is sort of a mysticism or a paranormal element. A second one is a social commentary. And third is a kind of a lost love or a lost romance element in life. Those three elements are really common in all three of my films that must have been done at the time he did Faithful Findings. Well, that, so that was something... That is accurate. That was something they brought up on... um, And if you haven't listened to it yet, go listen to the How Did This Get Made episode they did of Faithful Findings, Mm -hmm. um, which I've said is, I think, and I think we all think, the best of his movies. The most enjoyable, most... The best one to watch with a group of friends. Definitely. And and Mm -hmm. have a good time. Uh, But they I mean, they're all great to watch with a group of friends. Yeah. (laughs) But, um... Like, all these things, like, they're all, like, and I guess it was the same with, like, Tommy Wiseau with The Room. It's, like, all this stuff that's, like, kind of personal. Like, you wonder, like, what what's going on in their actual lives mm. that, that led them to this. My, I don't know. My favorite comparison to make between Neil Breen and uh, other so-bad-it's-good movie directors, like Tommy Wiseau and yeah. James Wynn, who did Birdemic, was that they sincerely believed that they were trying to make that they they believed that they were making a good movie. Mm-hmm. They th- they thought that they were making, they wanted to make a good movie. They just didn't really know how. So mm-hmm. you just what you end up getting is this really endearing quality where they put all of their effort in. They mm-hmm. just weren't very good at what they tried to do. <laughs> yeah, but but like with all the stuff with Tommy Wiseau, he really seemed like he was like a like crazy on set. Like mm-hmm. that, like it was not good. Neil Breen, I wonder like what he's like personally. If he's yeah, like, a mo- or good if he's, question. or if he's actually like a nice guy and just, you know, is just making bad movies. Yeah, <laughs> but he's not. I don't I, like. I don't know how he treats people on his um, on set. On set, yeah, I'm super yeah. curious what that's like. Like, I, yeah, I don't know because if he, like Tommy Wiseau hasn't really done. I mean, he's done other things, mm-hmm. but he hasn't. He doesn't. He didn't really direct anything. Post the room, did he? I don't think because so. like Neil Breen has like he, been pumping they did out that, movies. That one thing, the best friends thing, right? but that wasn't him though. That wasn't, oh, that wasn't him. him. He was in the movie, but he didn't direct it. He oh. did make a pilot for what he hoped would be a sitcom called The Neighbors. Mm. Yeah, um, and they actually showed it at um, one of the room viewings in the city a few years ago, and it was incomprehensible. Oh, Seriously, okay. like it wasn't even enjoyable. Yeah, um, and, and and no one yeah. picked it up. Ah, oh. what? No, he. What are you doing Thursday nights on NBC? <laughs> he was going for ABC. Um, he he really he had a really network campaigned. Pick- oh, yeah. Why ABC? See, oh, because he's probably like Disney's probably Disney, a lot of man. money. Oh, he's such a weirdo. Yeah, but yeah. We'll, so my last thing with uh, that was straight up from Wikipedia uh, was that his first feature film, Double Down, was notably featured on Red Letter Media's Best of the Worst online series. Since then, Breen's films have been picked up by art house theaters and film festivals, including the 2012 But Numathon and the 2013 oh Seattle <laughs> International Film Festival. Huh. In Paste Magazine's 2014 list of the 100 best B movies, Breen's film I Am Here dot 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 now was ranked 21st, with the author noting that he thought it would. The Terrible Movie Hall of Fame alongside Ed Wood and Tommy Wiseau. Breen's third film, Faithful Findings, was compared to Wiseau's The Room by the former film's North American distributor, Paranorma Entertainment. So wait, that was, they compared Faithful Faithful Findings Findings to The Room. I would say that's accurate. I honestly, these days, I actually, maybe because I've seen The Room so many times, but I actually enjoy Faithful Findings more Mm, than I do The Room. Hmm. Yeah. I haven't thought. Uh, I mean, I guess for, it's a weird comparison, but yeah, I haven't thought about that myself. Um, it's r- admittedly been a while since I've seen the room. That mm-hmm. movie will always have a special, special dear place in my heart. Of course, yeah. well, but, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Um, but 
Yeah, I mean, you know, we were just saying that Tommy, you know, he tried to do something else, but it didn't work out. So did James Wynn with Birdemic 2. Mm-hmm. That I think what happened with him is that he picked up why people really liked Birdemic 1, and so he tried to recreate everything on purpose. See, right. That always yeah. bothers me. See, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think Neil Breen has ever done that. I truly believe no. that he has just genuinely made what he thinks is great. Yeah. Or what he wants to make. Whereas, like, yeah, there's <laughs> that. And also, like, with the Sharknado movies, those really frustrate me. Mm-hmm. Because those... Like, the first one was ridiculous, and then they made a second one, they even made a third one. I think in the third one, there's, like, cameos from celebrities. Like, you have, like, um, Matt Lauer and Al Roker from the Today Show, like, on... In oh, random. right, yeah. Yeah, like, it's just... It's... Yeah, it's so weird, and... Um, I don't know. Like, at that point, they're like, okay, clearly they're just trying to make something ridiculous and yeah. bad. This isn't fun anymore. Right. Yeah, so, there's nothing genuine about it no, at that point. No, it's so, stupid. So now we just have to hope that uh, Neil Breen doesn't actually listen to <laughs> to any of his audience. Or yeah. or he, we just have to make sure he just keeps on doing what he likes to do, which is making wonderfully bad movies. I think that... I, my no, hope I is that that's what's going to continue happening. I think he kind of has his own style. He he thinks... I, I mean, I assume that he thinks that he's doing a good job. We're five movies in, and so far that hasn't really changed. In fact, right. I would argue his movies have even have only gotten better. Yeah. Like, more entertaining, more watchable. Not necessarily more, uh, <laughs> more sensical, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah... Do we want nonsensical? Yeah, but yeah. more fun. Do we want to go? Um, pl- not necessarily a plot, but summary of each. Yeah, of I the films. Mind that. Sure. So starting with Double Down. Double Down. Twenty two thousand five. Lots of tuna cans. <laughs> yeah. Th- oh yeah. This is from. He eats uh, a lot of tuna in this movie. This description is from IMDb. Mm-hmm. A brilliant computer loner seizes Las Vegas and its terrorist attack while fighting against his. Fits of clinical depression and obsession for romance and death. So I will say when <laughs> watching the movie, I'd have to say about maybe 10% of that summary actually happens in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Visibly happens. Well, they left out, I think the tuna cans are a vital plot, vital mm. plot points in the movies because he, he even says that, doesn't he, he says he eats tuna because he's like always on the road. Yeah. He's like always in his car and it's a very convenient food to travel. But yeah. he eats exclusively tuna and it's just all, his like trunk is just loaded with empty tuna cans. It's just cans and cans and cans. That car must smell terrible. I just, it's like <laughs> gotta be the worst thing in the world. I just love, and this might be something we want to, bring up a little bit later but i love how he just in, he breaks out all those laptops and just like finds this like little shade where he but in like he's in the middle of the desert which is just bizarre but like he just parked in the middle of the desert just takes all the, these old like old 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 laptops out mm-hmm. all right now we're talking about laptops un- I'm sorry to cut you under off. the shade and is doing something yeah something with the laptops now we're talking about laptops listener keep that in mind that's going to be a running theme tonight yes, yes. all right yes absolutely. yeah maybe yeah maybe we should leave that there and we'll come back to that yeah sure thing so i am here <clears throat> dot 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 now now never forget the fourth dot yeah the, I think You're right, like, there are four dots. Yeah, I think <laughs> yeah. there's like a the rule for that. There's like three dots is... An ellipsis. And then five dots is like a, Something hey, that's not you gotta, like, I, I hear five dots is okay. Like five dots is something where you're like, hold on, to, hold on to your, what is it, what is that Samuel Jackson says? Hold on to your butts. Yeah. Like, hold on, some information's about to drop. And four dots is a mistake. Yeah, four, yeah, I don't know what four dots is about. It's, all right. It's so, all wrong. I'm here, I am here now, is disappointed by its creation. The almighty being that created man arrives on earth in a human form and interacts with various troubled, wicked, and sinful people on his journey to Vegas. This is the one that I, this is actually my least favorite of his Mm. movies. Because it's just, it's so bonkers and there's a bunch of those, those babies Remember oh the yeah. baby heads the, the baby, baby heads. heads which he which he what did he say when they asked him about it when so, asked at a presentation what they mean yeah. he responded with Firstly, he said, I'll leave it up to the audience. And then he and, got booed. <laughs> then he got booed. Exactly. He got booed for that response. This is a bullshit response. <laughs> and then in response to that, he said, I'm not here to tell you how to interpret the film. Oh, 
That's such a that's such a cop out answer though. So wait, are you telling me you didn't you don't think the scene where they're physically beating up that that dude is like one of the greatest scenes ever? Oh, the gang? The, the gang, gang. The gang are beating up that dude. It's probably like... It looks so real. Yeah. The, you probably have like <laughs> gang scenes like it's probably what? The Godfather and then maybe like Goodfellas when uh, a Casino maybe and then probably I Am Here now. <laughs> I love all in, in all of his movies when someone like gets shot. And, there's, and those and and like the screams that they have, they're like, no, nah. like oh, it's, yeah. it's a lot of those, like, yeah. And it's always the guy gets really, shot in the wrists. Yeah, but it's always delayed. Oh yeah, it's never right away. It's like he gets shot and then it cuts to. And then they play the same sound effect again. Yeah, like it, he gets shot and you just hear ah. Hey, ah. That's that's how you save time and money. I mean, I think it's great. Yeah, why record? Something twice when you could just record it once and then replay it again. You uh, see, Breen is known for being very economic about yeah. about his movie making. I think so. So when we went from Double Down, you know, in Double Down he plays a highly respected, brilliant computer loner. I mm-hmm. guess that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Um, and then now he's just straight up a god. Yeah, Basically, he's AI. He's, yeah. Yeah. Some <laughs> godlike being. It's like the uh, movie Artificial Intelligence. Yeah, yeah exactly like yeah. that one. Mm-hmm. Followed by Fateful Findings. The best. In 2012. Now, this is personally my favorite work of his. Mm-hmm. I, I, can, I think I can safely say it's both of yours as well. Having yeah. only yeah. seen the first three so far, I will agree with that. Mm. I mean, maybe, who knows? Maybe I'll be a huge fan of, of Pass Through. We have to fix that sometime Twisted soon. Twisted Pair. Man. Yeah, definitely. It's funny in that movie, and also I think it's between, um, yeah, between those last two. Like he uses a lot of the same sets. Mm -hmm. So, and even within his movies, (laughs) where like he changed, like in Fateful Findings, there's the the hospital room, which is clearly the same room as like his living room. Yeah, it's like all the same. It's all the same place. There's a carpet on the floor. Yeah, he uses there's like a therapist's office. It's all the same. In the first movie, there's like a a ram skull or something like that some sort of of horned animal like that and then it's used again in in faithful findings where i think it's like what is it staring at the kids or something like that doing something creepy as the kids walk by in the first part the skull actually rotates a bit to watch them it's it's very very freaky and very real looking okay very good special effects oh absolutely (laughs) in this movie so in faithful findings a computer scientist slash novelist reunites with his childhood friend and hacks into government databases while facing the dire and fateful consequences of his mystical actions obtained as a child. See, this one is my favorite because Neil Breen actually, like, he had ideas. Mm-hmm. Like, he had a lot of ideas, but he really acted on yeah. very little of them. <laughs> in, in, the, in the actual final product, it's like, okay, so he, it's like two people, um, they were friends at first, and they, uh, then they leave, and they separate, and they're reunited. Also, he finds a magic rock. Mm-hmm. Also, a magic book. Also, a, um, uh, he's a hacker. And he's writing a book, and he's trying to sell it or something. And he's seeing a therapist, and he gets powers. It's... But it, there's just so many things happening, and he he's <clears throat> like he finds that the woman is the doctor that he yeah. knows from childhood, even though he's clearly at least fifteen years older than her. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So let's safely say, and like when they're kids, like they're like the same age. Mm-hmm. She aged much better than he did. A hundred percent. Say that. <laughs> I guess that's I guess that's how he wants us to interpret it. Maybe. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. So in 2016, they, he came out with Pass Through, mm-hmm. which seems to be very similar to I Am Here Now. Um, yes, there are similarities, but there are also, there's the whole thing with, with the, uh, the immigrants. Oh. Do you remember that whole thing? You see, I, yeah, I watched, so I watched this movie again a couple nights ago just because I couldn't remember any of it. Oh, I remember. So I could I remember, talk about it for this I episode. remember the immigrants. I have no idea what that was supposed to be in connection to. Like, why were those scenes in the movie? <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you. This is also a movie where, spoiler alert, um, he reveals that his name... I don't think we need to spoiler. I don't think anyone's like dying to know. Like, All right. Don't spoil any plot points here. All right, good, good. I'm glad. Um, 
you know, he reveals himself, um, his name as um, T H G I L, <laughs> and that is pronounced Till. <laughs> and then, what? about Mike, 40 <laughs> minutes later, like 30 to 40 <laughs> minutes later, a character comes to the realization, like, your name is just light spelled backwards. Your name is just light. Oh, he's like, I am God. light. <laughs> That I forgot about that, and that was my favorite thing in that movie. It bumps it up a point. For me. I need yes. to. Wa- I need to see this one seriously. <laughs> yeah. According to IMDb, it is a a messianic entity from the future travels to modern day Earth. His name's to, Light to wipe out three hundred million and quote unquote bad people. And usher in a new era of peace. Wait, once, once we're because we have one more after this. Once yeah. we're done with this, can we go through and look at the IMDb ratings if we haven't yet for all these sure. movies? Oh, absolutely. Because there is a pattern here, and I'm curious to see if it still exists. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, yes. so that happened. Yeah. Uh, and then the most <clears throat> recent one in 2018, Twisted Pair. Twisted Pair. This is my second favorite. Okay. Film of his. I still. I also. There's some crazy special. In this one, and he had he was experimenting with a drone in this one. Oh, that's fun. Remember the the beginning? Actually, it's not a bad. It's a it's a decent attempt. He, at some drone footage. Are you sure? It's, was it him, or was it like the stock footage, or was it not good stock footage? So therefore, you think it was actually him using the drone? I, I think there was I, a shot of him in one of the aerials. Oh, okay. So, I see. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> answers that question. Well, so in <laughs> Twisted Pair, identical twin brothers become hybrid AI, comma artificial art- intelligence, yep. comma entities, entities, comma yet more oh in God. different directions to achieve justice for humanity. I'm so sorry to interrupt you, but I had no, to commandeer that. Please, uh, I, that, that, that you, intro. I couldn't <laughs> have done it better. So this, that is literally how it's written on the back of the box for that, that is movie. So perfect, amazing. <laughs> I love it. Oh man, he it, this is it's something. Much greater on the special effects. He superimposes himself over images he clearly got off of Google Images. Sometimes the images are so zoomed in you can see the pixels. Oh, and that's it's great. Good. Um even video clips he superimposes himself over and it it just looks delightfully delightfully That's awkward. amazing. This is the movie where he turns to his brother in the movie and he goes, "Who am I?" What am I? <laughs> That's amazing. Oh. So we could quickly check uh, the IMDb stuff, or yeah, it's up to you guys. I have the plot, the entire plot of Faithful Finding right here. The entire plot? Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much people want to listen to my annoying <laughs> voice, but um, I could read the entire plot if you guys wish. Or we could just go and just we'll go straight down the line of IMDbizzle. Well, I think no matter what we have to talk about, there's certain scenes from Fateful Findings that we uh, that we kind of glossed over a bit. I, I think no one's I, fault. No I think we fault. can go I think we can do is we can go into certain points or sure. certain things in Fateful Findings Good idea. and then hopefully people will watch and also listen to the how did this get made episode too. Definitely. Absolutely. Um, so but I they get, left out something that I want to talk oh, okay. about as well. Well, I mean, I guess we can start where it begins. Well, with the two, Dylan and Leia, I believe is her name, or Lee? The, his, his wife? <laughs> it's, the, it's no, really, the, the, the friend when they're kids. It's, uh, it's oh, really not made clear. Oh. The girl. The, they're, so they start out, they're eight-year-olds. They find... There's, they're eight-year-olds, and then somehow he becomes, treasure. He becomes 56, yeah. and she becomes 36. Right. They find like a a magical rock thing, which is like a mushroom at one point, but then she moves away. Yeah, right. And then now Dylan Milbreen, mm-hmm. uh, who is this successful novelist? <laughs> Sorry, can... also also hacker, <laughs> also hacker. He gets hit by a car, uh, and a, that's how he ends up in 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 the hospital. In a great. One of my might be my favorite getting hit by a car scenes. If we'll oh, it, it is it is brilliant. It's fantastic. So yeah, uh, so now he's in the hospital. It turns out that her, the girl was his doctor the whole time. I guess. Yeah. The now this is the eight year old who is year now thirty six while like, he's right. fifty six. Exactly. Respectively, um, because doing, that's how aging works. We're quickly summing this stuff up. Um, so he reveals to. Uh, let's see. 
uh, Dylan reveals to his wife that he's not been working on a new book, but instead hacking into like the the government and uncovering the most. This is this is in quotes. The most secret government and corporate secrets. Yeah, and the most then secret I guess, secrets. Yeah, and this I guess somehow turns his wife into a drug addict. Mm-hmm. As as you know, if that makes sense. That that happens. As happens. Yeah. It happens. Distraught by this, she commits suicide. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Oh, also his friend Jim and and I don't oh. even know what his wife is name. Oh, is. she's the best. His wife. She's great. Oh my god, the, she's the best. So should we talk about the acting? And how great it is? Oh, oh, I think we should definitely talk about the acting. I think we must talk about the acting. My question is. Are they really that bad, or are they doing what they think Neil wants them to do? Both. Hmm. I think, but I think it can be both, right? Because I don't know. Well, it's hard to say, right? Because they're they're reading the script, they're they're saying the lines as they're supposed to say them, right? But they're also, I don't know. I think the one woman, like she's so intense and loud, yeah. I think part of me thinks that like she actually probably did a decent job, and he was like, "We need more volume, <laughs> yeah. louder." Like, Maybe. so I don't, I don't know. It's hard to say. I don't, I don't think they're great. I remember that scene where it's not like, doing him justice, though. No, I remember the scene where like this woman and Jim. Jim is their f- friends with Neil Breen's character. H- him and his wife are having an argument, and I remember him. Kind of, maybe it was just in comparison to how she was acting, but he actually seemed somewhat normal. And then she's just yelling, and then she later she kills him. Mm-hmm. And and Dan, you did it for me earlier, but would you like to 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 portray Neil Breen's acting in that that scene when? So so I'll, I'll set this I'll set the stage. <laughs> it's the best she, scene in the movie. She kills him. So the, the the wife shoots Neil Breen's friend Jim. And what does she say? But when she before she does it. I don't even remember. She says, I'm going to shoot this place up oh, all four right. holes. That's what she said. And then, and then she, so she, then she wants to make it look like he actually committed suicide so that she gets away with it. And then Neil Breen comes in. <laughs> Neil Breen runs in, finds, finds Jim's corpse on the ground, picks it up, purposely gets blood all over his own face. Um, <laughs> he yells, yells, call 911 to nobody. <laughs> <laughs> And then you get this monologue. <laughs> you get this monologue by Neil, and he's and this is the tone of voice. I cannot believe you committed suicide. I cannot believe you committed suicide. How could you have done this? How could you have done this? I can't get you out of this one, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> and basically, you just feel the emotion. And he didn't get any recognition for that. No, and no basically, no Academy love. Everybody's no Academy acting love. this way. Everybody like that's their acting. It is. There's no inflection in anybody's voice, or if there is inflection, is with that girl where she's just yelling. Like, what did she say? What was she saying to him? The the husband. She's like, I. What do you want? Yeah. I don't know what you want from me. I'm not happy. You know, you have a point. Maybe the actors were not that bad, but a good actor won't make a bad script. Right. Um, that's what I'm saying. Like, good, I I wonder know? if like they 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 cannot. I can imagine one person being Neil Breen thinking like, oh, yeah, this is how you act. It can't be all the actors that think this is how you act, right? Well, if you remember, like, in going back to the room, there's one good actor in that movie. Oh, yeah. And it's the the drug dealer. (laughs) And he's actually not bad, given what he... Given what he has to say, right? Given what he's he's working with, by by far he's the best in the movie. He does the best with what he's got. So yeah, I don't know. Um, It's it's hard to say, but most likely it's a combination of the two, probably. Um, But I'm thinking besides the because there's that part with the daughter. So after she shoots Jim, the daughter is with the mother in the hallway, and she says to him. She she turns to her mom and she slowly says, "You killed him," and and it's a it is like that. It's a very long pause, and I wonder maybe it is the acting because the looks on their faces were not at all like distraught or no anything. no, but <laughs> but you wonder you said but like in that I forget because I guess it's been a little while since I've seen the movie. Do they is there a part where like does Neil Breen find out that she killed Jim or does he never find out? 
I don't think that's ever resolved. It's never no. resolved, right? So we just know. So only the daughter knows that. So we. So it's just like one of those things that this happened. We don't know if she goes to jail for murder. Like we don't know. <laughs> we don't know what happens there. But she's the only one. Yeah, the daughter's the only one who knows. And why does she know? Because she saw it, or she just she just like assumes, or just it's like an idea. She's like, oh, she probably did it. I thought that in the movie she was um, close by. And, yeah, and he was That's shot probably, and killed before Neil walked in. Before he gets to the place, right? That's okay. Isn't there something involved, or am I thinking of something else with chloroform? Yes. That's so, oh wait, that's what that's with the. That's, uh, uh, that's, li- that's, that's later. later. That's later with with the um with the woman yeah. with the um what's her name again the um the blonde woman Le- Leah. See, I already forgot. Mike, you told us what it was like twenty minutes ago, and I already it was, forgot. It was Leah. L E A H. Leah. So, so what was his wife's? The wife who killed herself. Emily, her? I think that was Emily. Her. See, doesn't it feel like it should have been reversed? A little bit. Doesn't hmm. that? Doesn't she seem more like it? But but leave it to Neil Breen <laughs> to to do that. Leave it to Breen. Yeah. <laughs> leave it to Breen. <laughs> what is that there? When he the, could have a sitcom. He should. When what is it? Changing expectations. What is that? What's that word? I don't know. No, what I'm not sure. Trying to say. Changing expectations. <laughs> Changing expectations. So Neil's hacking in the movie apparently gets the attention of some of some government said goon or something oh, to yeah. go to go um, to go kill him, mm-hmm. I guess, or attack him. And he finds Neil's uh, new girlfriend outside, and so uses what I think we're supposed to interpret as chloroform, but it's. In a bottle of what looks like hydrogen peroxide, it's instead. clearly just hydrogen yeah. peroxide. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. And now, now all these all these things are coming back to me. So yeah. that yeah, so that those that murder never gets resolved. There's so much no. that's unresolved in this. See, yeah. Faithful Findings could get a sequel. It should. Although it should. the ending is just brilliant when. <laughs> when, it, when it, everyone just shoots themselves. Yeah, basically. So Neil Breen. Oh, sorry, sorry, Dylan finally publishes his book and holds like a press conference in front of the White House. That's the greatest thing. He publishes a book that we haven't seen him write. He releases info about that that he hacked, but we never saw we never, him hack. Nor and do we actually <laughs> find out what the... Do, do we ever find out what the information actually is? No, it's... But what we know it's secret secrets, and we know secret that secrets. it's national and international. Right, yeah. It's, <laughs> I've been hacking national and international secrets. <laughs> but it results Super. in the president of the bank. The yeah. bank. The bank. The bank. Which uh, bank? The bank. It's the bank. Uh, and several, it doesn't matter. Several other, bank. I guess... Like CEOs. CEO, yeah. Like corrupt politicians. Corrupt politicians. That's, a, that's another running theme in his movies. He, Just shooting um, themselves. Yeah. You know, he taught... They have his movies often feature like corrupt politicians mm-hmm. and CEOs and corporate people, and they're corrupt. You know that they're corrupt because they talk openly and literally about how corrupt they are. Wasn't it in I Am Here dot, Now? Dot, dot, dot. Right, dot, 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 dot. now. <laughs> when yeah. the what was this? The girl got fired from her job, and the, the, I guess it was her manager or boss somehow was just like, I'm sorry, I had to let you go. Unfortunately, and then she goes on this whole tirade about like how like there's pollution and whatever, and like the government is 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 not helping with the pollution or whatever. And unfortunately, because well, they of sold all them out for right. money and stuff, it's yeah, like oh now that like, they sold off the green division, why well, um, have all this money? Unfortunately, because <laughs> of it, it like felt like it was like a bad infomercial about like I don't know or like a bad PSA. And just like, unfortunately, because of all this yada, 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 only you could prevent forest fires and all this shit. Uh, we had to, we had to lay you off. And she's like, okay. In pa- at the end of pass through, he, um, he teleports, I guess, to some mansion that is a badly done Google image search of a mansion. And he finds all these, he finds all these corporate higher ups talking openly about being corrupt and then he just goes up to them and says isn't that corrupt yeah that's <laughs> the best isn't that corrupt? Oh, ethan it's incredible ethan we'd be remiss if we uh, didn't talk about the coffee yes so i wanted to talk about the coffee cup because now for those of you who don't know there was we talked about before the episode of how did this get made mm-hmm. that talked about fateful findings they left out one pivotal part 
mm-hmm. that that's my one of my favorite parts, <laughs> or at least it's the best when you're watching with a group of people, right? Um, and this is when Neil is in Dylan is in his <laughs> we'll call it his study or his his office his office slash his, hospital room his laptop <laughs> his laptop garage or whatever whatever the hell it is yeah he's got all these laptops none of them are on none of them are on some of them are missing keys and he is lying his head well, his head is on the laptop right yeah and he's he's going he has a cup of black coffee next to him and he's going to reach for it but he's struggling and his hand is shaking and I'm actually doing it. You can't, you can't see it, but uh, he's holding the cup, but he's, his hand is shaking. And then as you're watching, you're like, no, 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 don't do it. And slowly it spills and he falls down and it just spills all over the laptop. But the scene itself, it lasts about like five hours, it feels like. <laughs> it takes forever. And you think, no, he's going to be okay. He's going to be able to drink it. No, wait, no, yes, no. And then it just falls. It's um, truly amazing. And it's it's so funny. And yeah, I don't, they, they let, I mean, granted, they had, you know, they had a lot to do and whatever in that episode. So I understand them leaving it out. But I thought to, to me, I'm like, that's like the first thing yeah. that I'm going to bring up is like the coffee cup scene. Yeah. So like related to that, can we talk about... His use of laptops. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, I think we were watching something before we started this. I don't know who the what the channel was. We were watching the um, your movie sucks review. of um, of Neil Breen. Which, if you guys want a quick, if any of you listeners want a quick um, starter introduction into Neil Breen, that is a great place. to Yeah, definitely, absolutely. That there's a a really great. YouTube channel called This Guy Edits, and he usually does like serious editing uh, videos and stuff like that, like going into just the nuances of being an editor. And he just does one goof video where he goes into like as if Neil Breen was this amazing director slash editor, and he's like, he does a Neil Breen episode. He does a Neil Breen episode. I have not seen this. I'm, I'm going to make send sh- this to me later. I'm going to make sure yeah. to send it to you, but I'll also post it in the after show. <laughs> but in the video we were watching before, I think he he mentions that it totally seems like they just he just totally went on Craigslist and found a whole bunch of broken laptops and bought them, and mm-hmm. he just tends to use them in his movies and treats them. He does basically abuses the laptops. Mm-hmm. He beats the hell. He out beats of them. the hell out of them, and then but there's a part to me that I'm just like wondering. He doesn't even like try to make it look like they're on or yeah. actually usable nothing no. it's no. very pantomime um kind of way of him using them the way he types is also really strange i think he was trying to exaggerate it for the movie mm. but you know you don't really need to if you want to type and you're being filmed just type like a normal person here he like <laughs> yeah, he smacks <laughs> keys like yeah like yeah. three times and there's even a scene where if you pay attention you'll see you'll hear the sound of the keys being hit but he's not actually hitting the keys in oh, fact he's looking oh, yeah. up away yeah, from it's the like, computer he's like doo, yeah. doo, doo, and then he turns away and it's like doo, doo, doo. oh my god like they they added in the, like the foley artist yeah. kept, kept it going they probably he probably even like oh, it's, picked I mean, up it's on it and he's like keep it in it, it's probably him like he probably just found like typing on keys sound and just put it in and didn't think to edit it down to fit it within like the the visual medium of the, of him actually typing. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Oh man. But it's so, I mean, his movies to me are just so much fun. And Dan, you were the first one to introduce me to Neil Breen. Yeah. And I, and I my life is forever changed because of it. <laughs> I, um, so I saw this, um, <clears throat> I saw this in a theater when I was going to see a showing of the room and they actually had a poster of fateful findings in the, um, in the um, what was it called? The sun what was it called the Sunshine Theater? Suns, oh, R.I.P. Sunshine yeah. Cinemas. Sunshine, Sunshine. I think. Sun Wait, was something. this where we would go for like the the tw- the midnight? Um, yeah, the room. Yeah, the room. It, it closed. Uh, side side note to everyone: do your best to keep independent theaters in business. Go please. to them. Go to them. Buy their candy. Buy their popcorn because I know they're gonna go away in our lifetime, and it's gonna be really sad. But. Let's prolong it as much as Seriously. we can. Definitely. Back to Breen. Yeah. But anyway, and so I saw this, and then I looked up what he was about, 
and um, and I saw someone put up like a, a highlight reel of Fateful Findings, like was scenes that they found funny. And at that point, I was like, okay, I need to show this. I need to show this to my friends. And so, you know, I invited you guys over and we had like a Breenathon basically. And mm-hmm. those were the first times I've seen those movies too. So, um, yeah, it was, I thought it was a good time. Wait, that was the first time you'd seen them? Yeah. That, yeah. Oh, because you had just seen the video. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and I want and I wanted to share that that experience with the rest of you guys. Oh, so, amazing. Yeah. Was I there? Maybe I had to leave early. I yeah, because I think I, I, I th- saw th- the I think, first two, and then I, I think had you to missed leave. you missed Faithful I missed Findings. Faithful Findings. And you then, missed the best one. Yeah, and then you and I I sat down and watched the Faithful Findings, and <laughs> I was not disappointed. At I all. think it would be good <laughs> to do we, we to do a marathon of all of them. Oh, hundred percent. All five. You think it's possible? Make, make a day of it. You know. Yeah. yeah. Make it. I mean, ha- they're only an hour and a half each. Yeah. Some of them are not even that long. Yeah. Which, which I, you know what? I respect that. I yeah. respect that. Breen keeps them, uh, keeps them a tight ninety minutes. And I would be okay with skipping. I am here now. Dot 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 dot. Now. Now. That yeah. That one is just and it's frustrating to say. You know, it's a, <laughs> <laughs> but I think if we're doing a marathon, you got to watch them all. We just got to get through uh, it, yeah. hour through it. Maybe we just drink more during that one just to probably make the time go by quicker. Well, what I liked in, in the video, what was, who's, what was the people again that we just watched before this? Oh, uh, your movie sucks. And he's just one person. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. He <laughs> recommended a drinking game that he called Bringo. It was, Bringo. it's so complicated though he had all these different rules like i wouldn't be able to keep up with all those rules well yeah, you write it down on a yeah, paper somewhere write it down. or something and yeah, you write it down yeah. before you start drinking and then then and you're then, good and then you're gonna forget some of it yeah sure or maybe just assign ta- assign things to people yeah the things he pointed out were things that are c- common across all of his movies like as we were saying um Laptop abuse. Laptop abuse. Uh, sorry, laptops and any any references that include laptops are hacking. I think hacking are, are computer um, science. Yeah. Uh, oh, one of my favorite a things naked about naked brain. <laughs> yeah. One of my favorite things about Twisted Pair is, um, you know, I guess he plays an AI character, but the movie doesn't really talk about AI that much. Oh, that's good. Uh, yeah, but at the end of the movie, he gives a special thanks to computer scientists for for bringing out all of these talking points and debates about artificial intelligence. Oh, okay. That's good. <laughs> it's nice of them to thank the, the computer yeah. scientists. Yeah, definitely. It's all good. Of them. I'm we... sure they all really appreciate his endorsement. That As a computer good. scientist, I very much do. Oh, yeah. that's so, good. Yeah. Can we talk about the credits? Oh, and... the best. So double Which down. I didn't even notice some of this. <laughs> stuff. Oh this yeah, is, this is oh this is this is the best. Uh, unbelievable! It's brilliant. Double down credited lightning to none. <laughs> Light, yes, lighting, Light, lighting, none. none. Um, do you want to talk about the uh, the fateful findings one? Well, my favorite is the catering, which is eats eats n, eats and eats eats with and then a big n. And what you find out is that eats and eats is not an actual company; that it is in fact Neil Breen, because in the credit at the very bottom of the credits, it says anything credited with an n or a b is actually Neil Breen. So there's that. And there's... Th- what's the other one? Enter something entertainment? It was like N Entertainment Partners or something. Yeah. So if you look at all these things in the credits, anything with an N or a B, which I would say is about 85% of the credits, besides like the actors, the other actors, he's pretty much doing everything else. Yeah. And that's respectable. you know. Oh, I respect the hell out of that. Whatever the output is, you know. He puts everything into into his movies and, uh, yeah, whatever the output. But he at least (laughs) gives it an an effort. He puts effort in. But what is the point of of doing these, like, aliases for these company names if you're going to say literally 30 seconds later, hey, it's actually just me? He's hoping that you miss that little detail, I think. Like, legally, maybe he has to do that? Yeah, because, well, because he's making up company names right. you can't i guess you can't really do that i don't know huh. i don't know i mean why i don't know see that's this is like you an know, area where i don't know i still just can't wrap it around my head that he 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 obviously sees this he's spent he's editor mm. like how does he see this and go yeah that was good acting so it's either he is he has something wrong with him maybe or he's a genius and he just Maybe I, I don't. Yeah. I honestly don't know. Um, 
there's some wacky people out there. That's all I gotta say. The lack of his ability, and this also went to Tommy Wiseau and James Wynn, and I guess even Ed Wood to a certain point. Mm-hmm. Um, the the inability to um, see their own work objectively mm-hmm. um, creates these really endearing things. That's true. You know? Yeah. No, that's a very good point. See, I I've only seen the movie Ed Wood. Oh, okay. And that's a great movie. I haven't seen it. That's a very good movie. I haven't seen anything with Ed Wood. Plan 9 from Outer... Plan 9, right? From Outer Space? That was Ed Wood. Yep. Yeah. Um, but no, Ed Wood, but the movie about him... Mm-hmm. Um, the Tim Burton, Burton one, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a great... My favorite Tim Burton movie. But uh, but yeah. Um, Neil Breen. Something what, Neil what a Breen, guy. man. It's amazing. I, I'm looking forward to... Well, first off, I need to still see the last two movies. Yeah. But I am looking forward to the sequel... Of to have the last one. Was so. it, is it going to be called just Twisted Pair Two? Two. So far, yeah. yeah. He even put at the end of uh, Twisted Pair One, Cade Altair will return. What about Twisted Pairs? And Ooh. there's maybe Ooh. maybe he maybe there's four brains. Instead maybe there's of, more than one pair. That would oh. be that would be great. He just he there's four four brains. What's better than two? Oh God, that would be wild. And yeah, I don't know. That I don't know. <laughs> Twisted pair. What could? Why he play? You know, the first person just looked like Neil. The second one literally was like a tape on mustache. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and a beard, strap on beard. beard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, if you were to recommend to a newcomer mm-hmm. which film to start with, would you say oh. just start with the first one or start with Faithful Findings? I would say start with Faithful Findings in okay. case you end up starting with one that's not as good, and mm-hmm. then you and then they might be like, well, you know. Why would I watch any other one? See, yeah. I don't. I don't know if I would. Maybe, but I. You could also make the argument mm-hmm. to start with Double Down, right? The first one, because it's which the first is also one. Good. I yeah. mean, yeah. you think that perhaps if they if they just start with Fatal Funnies, they miss out on the progression. Yeah, you know. Well, see, I would skip. Oh, I, see your I point. am here mm. now. Dot 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 dot. <laughs> now, <laughs> um, maybe skip that one and okay. then come back to that later. But then again, seeing like. The, I feel like the progression is kind of important in, in yeah. its own way, but um, I I would say this: if you only want to watch one, if like you really okay, don't want to go yeah. through all of them, then just go go to Faithful Findings. Yeah. I think that's probably the best. But if you're down to clown, if you want to get weird and you want to and you want to watch them all, <laughs> then I would say yeah, if, oh, especially go for it, yeah. especially if it's you and a group of friends. Yeah, because yeah. these are the perfect movies to watch with friends. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think I think that's good. Yeah. If you liked this episode of the Poncho Section, please consider leaving us a review on your podcast player. Follow us on the social medias, Facebooks, Twitters, Instagrams. Type the Poncho Section and look for Headley the Duck. Do you want to support the Poncho Section and show that support? Well, get yourself some Poncho Section merch. We got t-shirts, tank tops, sweatshirts, hoodies, phone cases, art prints, stickers, and mugs. Just go to thepontrosection.com, scroll down to the bottom, and click Merch. And finally, if you want to be featured on an episode of The Poncho Section, send a voice memo to ponchosection at gmail.com, and we'll play it in an upcoming episode. All right, and as always, thank you all for listening, and Dan, thanks again for being here. Really appreciate it. Yeah, dude. Thanks for having me, guys. Um, looking forward to the next one. All we'll right. boogie again soon. All right, see you guys later. Peace. Peace.